0: Welcome to the Success Midlands podcast. I'm Jen, your host today. I'm so excited because this is one of my very favorite episodes every year to record. It's such a great reflection on where we've been and where we're going. And I think this year may be my favorite year in business so far. 2022 was so tough in so many ways. And 2021 was so like insane from a growth perspective. And this year has felt really balanced in the space of growth and having such an incredible team supporting me. So when I think about 2023, my word of the year was forge and I really wanted to forge my own path forward in 2023. And when I think back on this year, you know, it wasn't something that I was always cognizant of. It was, I, I have my vision board in, in my office. And, and that's something I see every single day. I've got, for, you know, big forge uh, word right in the middle. I don't think I'm going to be changing my word for 2024. I think I'm going to continue forging my own way forward and keeping that word for at least another year. And when I think back on 2023, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that is what you did. You forged your own path this year. And it has been amazing and a little scary and eye-opening and lots of lessons. And it's felt like one of the best years I've ever had in business and I am I'm I'm just I'm so so grateful because really it all comes back to having an absolutely incredible team so let's talk 2023 and where we're going in 2024 cuz I'm really excited about that too Welcome to the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen Bays and I'm Sabrina Chapman. And And we're we're your hosts hosts this season. season. We're so excited about this season and all the incredible guests we've had on. This season we are diving into several topics with various professional photographers across the nation. From talking about the importance of balance, to successful mini sessions, building a national brand, and more. Our goal was for you to walk away with tangible tips, inspiration, and resources to grow your own photography business. So grab your emotional support water bottle or your favorite mug and let's dive into this season. as I'm recording this, it is December 14th. So I am really coming in with this episode at the end of the year or very, very close to the end of the year. And I feel like I have such a good grasp on this year and what we've accomplished and where we're going. So I'm really, really stoked to have you listen to this episode. So let's go all the way back to January, 2023. I Was coming into a new season. I had launched my consulting brand. That was where kind of my head was focused coming into 2023. And I knew that if SBTL was going to grow, we had to hire. But I had had such negative hiring experiences in 2022 that I was really, really nervous about hiring again. And I really wasn't looking forward to it at all. So I leaned really heavily on Sabrina during this time. And I told her, I was like, I've run out of creative juices for the hiring, training, onboarding process. And she was already helping me with the process. But I went to her and I was like, can you post in other places? Can you kind of see if we can drum up some new potential hires? Because you know, where I had found previous hires that wasn't really working as well anymore. The new places that I had tried didn't work at all in, in 2022. And I knew that having another negative hiring experience would really hinder the growth of the company and really be a hit to me personally, that not that I couldn't take, but would definitely set me back. So Sabrina kind of took the head of, of hiring in, in Q1 and, or actually, actually it would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom of Q1 into the, the top of Q2. So yeah. And, um, I couldn't have done it without her. Like she posted in new groups. We had another round of really great potential team members, and then i met Jules and Dallas who are our most recent cems and they are phenomenal when i tell you they're great i mean they're they're amazing like they are the two best hires i have made for the admin side of the team since bringing Sabrina on and they really had me feel confident in my team again and that was that was huge going into the remaining months of 2023 because as they got more familiar with the systems, as they started working with clients, as they started being more integrated with the team, they really came in and just owned the role. They didn't wait for me to hold their hand. They didn't wait for me to write things out for them. It like they, they just showed up, did the work and did a phenomenal job of it. As I went into Q2 and really saw them take things off, it was just kind of life giving for me to be able to have such a reliable team on the system side, the admin side, the marketing side, like there wasn't a weak link and being able to rely on them and know that things were taken care of was a huge game changer as we came into into Q2 the other shift that happened in Q2 was i ended up parting ways with my last one-on-one clients it was one of the hardest decisions that i have made in my business. And I'm actually in North Carolina at one of the, those clients' events because she is a dear, dear friend of mine. And honestly, just one of my favorite humans in the world. So not working with her day in and day out was a huge adjustment, but it ended up being exactly what I needed. And I didn't realize that at the time. You know, when you are. In that when you're doing the same thing and you've been doing it for years and you have a routine and you, you know, are hitting the goals and you're taking care, you know, you're taking care of, of the tasks and you're checking things off the list and you have a great camaraderie with who you're working with. It's really difficult, I think, to see what's possible if you're no longer working with that person or you're no longer working at that place. And that's exactly what ended up happening. We ended up, um, initially it was going to be a break and it ended up, things changed in her business where she didn't need the type of support that I did anymore. And when I released that client and started shifting more into the CEO role of SBTL and really focusing on its growth and and that kind of thing, I was just kind of sitting here and I'm like, oh my goodness, my mental load is so much less, like so much less. And I ended up investing in a coaching program, the biggest investment I have ever made in the business. I had Davy at home for, let me think. I had Davy at home in April and May. May? Hold on. Was it May? Or did we pull him? So Davey came home and he was home all of April, most of May. And then because I wasn't doing one-on-one work, I was really able to focus on being with him and kind of, you know, enjoying the summer with my baby, my last summer with him before he started kindergarten. And it was challenging. Do not get me wrong. I am not. I am not a stay-at-home mom person. It's just not built in me. I, I don't enjoy it. It's very difficult on my mental health. But because I wasn't having to balance the mental load and the literal load of managing multiple businesses, it was only success beyond the lens. And general Bay's Consulting, it allowed me to really focus on, on him. and and that was that was really special that was something that you know in previous summers i didn't really do except for when he and i you know went on our weekly trip to north carolina or i intentionally took time off to you know take him somewhere or you know spending time with him on the weekends that sort of thing where this was you know we would go to the park almost every day or we would get together with his friends we went to the movies you know we went to the water park we went fishing, you know, I it was very intentional, really kind of shifting my focus to hang out with him and be with him and soak up that time. And it was it's a lot of fun. You know, so so having a team that I I could rely on and not having the stress of managing someone else's business on top of my own really showed me what was possible. So the summer, you know, was was challenging in other ways we you know the summers always our slower season because photographers are packed working their butts off so typically that's a little slower and that uh if you listen to my kind of like 2023 wrap up 2024 looking forward episode on the CEO shift i go into a lot of detail about the numbers and profitability and the things i had to change and all of that so i'm not going to go into that here but if that's an episode you want to listen to then go check that out on the CEO shift so the, the summer was slower. And then really coming into Q, the end of Q2, beginning of Q3, I was pumped. I mean, I was excited. I did a deep dive on our numbers. I made some adjustments. And the team was performing so well. We onboarded new clients pretty regularly, on the, especially on the admin side. Our system set up system... Has been phenomenal. My systems pro, Lisa, she takes such phenomenal care of our clients and has mastered Honeybook now and just, she's just amazing. So, coming into August, when Davey was going to go start kindergarten and I was working at home, I ended up having all of this time and it was life changing. I mean, I I was really able to focus on what I wanted my, not just my day, but really what I want my life to look like. And as I came into August, I realized, like, I'm going to slow things down. Personally, I wanted to enjoy slow mornings for my entire adult life. I have always been an early riser. When I was first starting my VA business, I was getting up between 4 and 5 a.m. so I could work before I went into work. When I was prior to moving to Kentucky, I worked three jobs. And, you know, there were times I had to drive an hour to open at 6 a.m. at a restaurant. And then I, you know, start opening at a bank and that's a little later. But I never. I never intentionally slowed things down in the morning. It was like my alarm was going off somewhere between four and 6 a.m. I was getting ready, rushing around, getting to work, working all day, then coming home and rushing and, you know, doing schoolwork or taking care of animals or whatever that looked like. And as I realized that I wouldn't have to do this anymore, it was really eye opening and allowed me to decide like, you know what? That's not. What I want right now. I don't want to rush from thing to thing to thing, and so I intentionally slowed my mornings down. And I, you know, I get up sometime between six thirty and seven, typically, and then I make. By that point, uh, my husband and my son are are by seven o'clock. They're definitely out of the house, and he takes him to school and you know, I get up, I make a cup of coffee, I let the dogs out, you know, I read my book, I journal, I listen to music, I'll go out and handle the horses if I need to handle the horses. And and then about 830, I start getting ready for the day. And by nine o'clock, I'm, I'm typically sitting, sitting at my desk and getting things started. And having that time to myself and having that ability to kind of just plan my day to take care of me was just really life-giving. And it's something that I'm that I'm really, really grateful for. It's not been something that I could do before. So having that time this year was just, I mean, it, honestly, it was just really, really special in its own way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know another way to say it. So I got into that routine. I was able to to take better care of myself and it kept me fresh throughout the days. Like I and don't get me wrong, I've had, you know, bad days and, you know, there's days that are rushed once I get into the office because I've booked too many calls or whatever the case may be. But as I was working on the schedule for 2024, that's something that isn't going to change. I am going to keep my slow mornings. Or at the very least, I'm going to keep the mornings mine, whether I'm working on a novel or I'm out spending time with the horses or I'm just sitting around drinking a cup of coffee. That time is mine. And it's done a lot of good things for my soul. So as we moved into the rest of the year, I I wasn't hitting SBTL hard. I posted on on Instagram a, a few times a week or uh, or, really, a couple of times a week, kept it p- fairly consistent. But I, as the year kind of started, you know, we we're entering the last few months. Normally, I'm hitting things really hard at that point because photographers are going to start picking up. Um, you're entering your busiest season, and we work on supporting you. But I realized a couple of things that one, Our spots on the team, we we didn't have a ton of spots. And our lead generation right now works really well. And those spots were getting filled regardless of me posting twice a week or once a week or four times a week. So I kind of backed things off a little bit and, and focused more on the consulting brand and the coaching program that I was in and writing my book. And it was just really rejuvenating time for me. And I think that's one of my favorite things about this year is I don't know that a lot of business owners get the opportunity to have months where you can just kind of let the business take care of itself. And you're not trying to innovate or constantly market and network and make connections and have that constant pressure So, I'm really grateful that I built the business in a way and have created partnerships in a way that allowed me to take that time. We still ended up having our second record month in November, like of all time. It's amazing. The first record month was in July, I believe, is July or August, which is wild because that's our normally our slowest month. So, that was, I'm just, I'm so grateful for it. And, as I look on 2023 and see how incredible the team is and where we're going, I'm just filled with so much excitement and gratitude heading into 2024. There are some bigger changes coming for 2024 that I'm a little nervous about, but I'm really excited about. They feel very much in alignment with the team, with where my role is in the business. and. I can't wait to share it with you. I'm not gonna share it today though. Just know typically I kind of go into like what we're gonna be working on in 2024. And I talked a lot about that on the CEO Shift podcast is kind of like where my focus is for 2024. But the big shifts that are happening at SBTL, I'm going to hold off on announcing. Just yet. However, if you want to stay in the know, please join the email list. You all will get first dibs. They're like first look at everything. And then I will be announcing it on a blog and on the socials, hopefully by like mid January is the goal. So just keep your eyes peeled. Like I said, join the email list. If you want to be the first to know, it's something really exciting. And something I'm 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 really really proud of. So that's kind of it for for the 2023 wrap up. It's been it's it's felt like an incredible year. I feel really really good about this year and the accomplishments we made, and the goals we hit. And it just leaves me even more excited for the accomplishments that we're going to make, and the goals we are going to hit for 2024. So I hope you stick around for that, and we will see you next season. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at success beyond the lens. Hope to see you guys next week.